The Fantasy Focus Football Podcast is presented by GEICO. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. Fantasy, you're in the 06010. Welcome into the spookiest edition of the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. My name is Gardner Minshew. I am joined by Prison Mike and Daniel Duff. Happy Halloween, my friends. What's happening? What happened? Prison Mike. <laughs> that is, in Pris- tr- of course, Prison Mike. <laughs> I'm here to scare you straight. Okay. <laughs> and to my to my second, second or two spots over to my left. I decided to come Duff. in front of the glass today. How does it feel? You know, I wanted to show off my new lion's tattoo. Right? Oh. oh it's, I can't. I gotta be away from the mic. Mm. There we go. There it is. That's Look sharp. at that. Yeah. You like That's that? Did it hurt or no? Uh, no, because I'm tough. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Are those new gauge earrings? Uh, yeah. You like that? You like mm. that? How many? Is that a half inch? Was that like a yeah, you know. full centimeter? But again, I'm tough. I I don't feel a thing. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I've been, been so, working on this for a while. So Stefani producing today then? Yeah. Where's Stefani? I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, she's at the Niners game probably. That's right. right. That's tonight. right. Well, yeah. she's a Niners fan, as say. you know. Right. She probably already put on her Jimmy G jersey and right. you know. Stefania's in the Bahamas right now. Let's be honest. She's out there having some fun. I grew this mustache overnight. Before we get to what will be an exciting show, we've got more fun for you. For those of you that are watching right now on the live stream, we have a couple of casts of characters introduced behind the glass, including, <laughs> I believe, somebody that should be at practice right now coaching his team. I woke up a little bit late, but I am I am sleepover Matt Patricia. I will tell you that much right now. <laughs> Daniel wow, looks a onesie. amazing. A onesie. Currently That's, outfitted yeah. with not a, Daniel. Daniel's right here. I'm sorry, Stefania. Matt, Matt Patricia. Patricia looks great with a full on onesie plus a beanie <laughs> plus pencil. How did you find that 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 headset? Uh, you know, field. Come on, <laughs> stole it for him. I'm a head coach. They just give them to me. Okay, good to know. Plus a number two pencil, always razor sharp. How's, how's then, the knee? The knee good? Uh, the knee's, knee's feeling good. okay. okay. Yeah, coach Patricia, yeah. would you tell us a little bit about your skill players who are yeah. around you right now? <laughs> so to my left, we have uh, who is commonly known as Little Sweet. <laughs> uh, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. We got to hear from you. Oh, I well. You guys are so sweet. <laughs> little sweet. This is incredible. Sweet. This is incredible. And then so behind good. little sweet, we've got uh I I believe it's bowling Kyle. Is that correct? PBA Pro Bowler. Oh yeah, Pro Bowler glasses make me professional and we got water back here for those that are thirsty. Yeah. Pro <laughs> Bowler. That kind of oh, works yeah. actually. You're a Pro Bowl player, you're a Pro Bowl podcaster. Love and that. And then we've got uh, Coach Patricia, we have. We've got three hole gym, three hole punch gym. We've got a lot of <laughs> office representation. Two yeah. office guys here. I love it. Conference room, five minutes. We stand up for me. There you go. Look at that. Oh, the three-hole punch. Look at that. Oh, so go, good. Jackson. Very in tune with Jackson, who, of course, <laughs> comes from that generation. If you, you know what? Everybody's part of the office generation. If you even watch The Office, you have poor taste in television uh, just in general. Great show coming up today, and obviously we're going to wear these costumes throughout the entirety of it. Is Matthew Barry going out as something tonight? Do we have any idea? Will, I have will he no be dressing idea. up on the fantasy show? I, I don't know. Okay, that's to be determined. We'll find out later on. You can find out later on on ESPN Plus Halloween, one of our favorite days. But more specifically, it's October, which means it's <laughs> Geico Ween. Get a Geico quote, and you could save so much, it's scary. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Daniel, it's Cypress and Football. She's not a cold. She's your favorite gal. She's Bell. We call calling our own shot right there by Star Fanya Bell. If you're looking for a visual evidence of these costumes, check either at Fantasy Focus, 
Go to at Stefania B87 on Instagram. He's at Mike Clay NFL on Instagram. I'm at Field Gates. We've got at Something to Break. A lot of Instagram slash Twitter representation to find uh, these costumes, which, if I say so myself, excellent job by all involved. We've got a game tonight. We'll talk about that, plus wide receiver cornerback matchups. But first, some injury updates as we have one day in the books for all but just two teams. Um, that are playing this week. We begin in Pittsburgh, Stefania, where, oh my goodness, it's like a, it's like a nutrition game right now uh, amongst the, the running, running backs. backs position. Uh, Daniel, sorry. Right. I, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> Does Daniel give good injury advice? Well, no? he, uh, Stefania checked in with him. So the gotcha. advice will be good, of course, because it came from her, but Daniel will provide his signature delivery. Okay. You got it. <laughs> See, um, you couldn't, you couldn't laugh like Daniel, though. Your laugh is still <laughs> the unmistakable Stefania laugh. <laughs> Uh, tell us more about James Conner, if you'd be so kind, Daniel. You guys, that's Daniel. Um, so good. So it's so good, so good. What is not so good is James Conner's shoulder, although not as bad as perhaps they thought initially. James Conner left with an injury. Mike Tomlin referred to it as an AC injury, so the point of the shoulder. Uh, but when it's mild, you know, sometimes guys don't end up missing any time. And it sounds like there's at least a possibility that Connor plays this week. It really depends how he feels as the week goes on. He's getting treatment. Uh, the good news is that Jalen Samuels, who is, of course, his backup, was not active last week because they felt like he was ready to play but really hadn't gotten the conditioning back after missing time because of the knee scope that he had. Now they're ready to put him back in. And uh, Jalen Samuels, I expect, would be the starter if uh, – if um, James, James Connor. Connor couldn't go. So first of all, uh, Mike knows toughness when he sees it. Obviously, prison Mike, uh, that's a hallmark of your personality. Um, James Connor is a tough dude, but if he does not play on Sunday, this feels, I don't say formulaic, Mike, but it's pretty close. He sits, Jalen Samuels plays with Benny Snell also banged up. Jalen Samuels becomes a must start on Sunday, right? No question about it. And we saw that down the stretch last season, right? When Connor missed time, Samuels was delivering Top 10 numbers. He was during the fantasy playoffs. He was an RB1. So there's no question. Uh, if if uh, Samuels is out there on your bench and Connor's out, you just plug him in. And they've been running the ball more. Remember, they were a super yeah. pass heavy team last year. They're running the ball more this season. He should be in line for upward of 20 touches. Yeah, certainly seems that would be the case. A couple of things also to add there is he was available at about 88% of leagues on Monday. So before waivers ran, actually, obviously going into Tuesday night as well. Uh, he was widely available, was Jalen Samuels. And we talk about game flow every once in a while. And if you're concerned about the Steelers falling behind and having to throw the football, one, that would be good for Jalen Samuels because he's an excellent receiver. Two, the Colts, every game they've played so far this season, and they're now seven in, have been decided by seven points or fewer. It just They, they play close games. It's just how they are. They're tough defensively and not super explosive offensively. <laughs> Should be a good game on <laughs> Sunday. Hard for me to take you seriously, Gardner, with your sun sunglasses well, on. I played the Colts already this year. I know the Colts well. <laughs> right, like, you this do. Is, I, this is, this is studying because I've actually lived through it. Uh, Miles Sanders uh, had a really good game for the Eagles this past Sunday in their route of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Daniel, do we think he'll actually play now uh, on Sunday against the Bears after he left that game early for Philly? He's another one where the news was not as bad as they thought it would be. You okay. know, left with a shoulder injury and you start thinking about how he's might going to miss time. And the Eagles aren't sure that he's going to miss time. They actually felt after the imaging studies that he came back pretty well. So did not practice on Wednesday 
is yet to be determined, but sounds like Sanders could play this week. Okay, that's a good sign there. I wonder if he'd be limited even if he does right. play, though. And Mike, last week, it was probably the best Miles Sanders has played this season, and yet, doesn't it kind of feel like there's still the clear-cut running back that you want to play in the backfield and it's still Jordan Howard? No doubt, and and it's because they've kind of switched up the volume, the usage for Miles Sanders. If you look at weeks one through four, he had 45 carries. Uh, games five through eight for Miles Sanders, 21 carries. So from 45 all the way down to 21, nine targets up to 14. The volume's not there right now, and it makes me really nervous. I've been asking this question. I've been using this 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 note a lot, but I, I'll ask you this because I didn't see uh, the opening kickoff this past week. Is Miles Sanders still returning catch for Eagles? Uh, I th- yeah, I think he's he's been mixed in. I'm yeah. not sure if it's been every one, but uh, they, oh. obviously Darren Sproles was there. He's been out with the injury. They're they're moving a few guys, but he's been involved. I'll start taking his fantasy role more seriously when he yeah. is no longer returning kicks. I know that's simplistic. His role's Mike. going the wrong way, though. But you're right. right. I mean, but his I role's going the wrong the, direction. Yeah, yeah, I would I would buy into it being yeah. on the uh, on the comeback trail if he stops returning kicks. Coaches would not put their you see starting wide receivers back there sometimes, but you rarely see. I mean, rarely see a starting running back returning kicks because it's a very exhausting play for the mm-hmm. return man, and you don't want to have to take him off the field for the first offensive snap. So we'll keep an eye on Miles Sanders. Seems like there is at least a chance he'll play on Sunday, but we caution you, despite the efficiency, the role has not been great. Uh, ADT has been protecting us for a long time here at the podcast. It protects Daniel's den. It protects Matt Patricia's home. It protects Little Sweet's. I don't know. What is those sweet living? Cash of Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Dash of Dr. Pepper. That worked too. But the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast is brought to you by ADT. And what does real protection mean for our listeners on this spooky Thursday? You can get all of the latest innovation in smart home security from ADT combined with 24-7 monitoring from the most trusted name in home security. You get a team of professionals designing and installing a secure smart home just for you and your family. You get 18,000 employees safeguarding you with connection to first responders. You get the nation's number one smart home security provider. You can get a secure smart home with everything from video doorbells, indoor and outdoor cameras, smart locks and lights controlled from the ADT app or the sound of your voice. You can get professionally monitored carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. You get a system custom designed to fit your home and you can get safety on the go, whether that's in the car or with your kids when they, or even when your kids are not with you because they're actually at school instead with the ADT Go app because there is an SOS button. ADT protects us. Help them protect you as well. Time now for wide receiver cornerback matchups. The wide receiver cornerback worksheet is available on ESPN+. And we talked about this, I believe, a little bit yesterday, Mike. But let's dig back deeper into some players that have favorable matchups this week. I feel like we talked about a lot of these guys yesterday. Did we? I feel like we did this a lot <laughs> yesterday. But I could let's be wrong do it again. Here. Let's do it again. Let's, let's run it, it back one more time. But... Talked about this a bit yesterday, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, my wide receivers, um, yeah. is the reason why you're confident in DJ Chark and Chris Conley because they're my wide receivers or because they're playing the Houston Texans? Well, I mean, you tell me. You're right here with us. You can give us inside information. Are you going <laughs> to throw the ball to him this I time? would never do such a thing. And by the way, <laughs> I am such an idiot. I was at the, Did we do this yesterday? You know what? You know what we you did, did a on Facebook, Facebook segment yesterday. I knew that, I knew that but I, you segment. know, I didn't want to like. I know. But Stefan, it's okay to check me. You can call me dumb because I don't I'm remember you. I've got everything else going for me. Right, I can you, slip up every once in a while. That's all right. I'm well, same as you. I forgot where we talked about it, too. Okay. It's like, you're so, right. Well, while you guys are moron. stumbling, let me just point out 
But DJ Shark was on the injury report yesterday, limited with a quad issue. I like the fact that he was actually out there practicing. Maybe, Gardner, since you were on the injury report, too, with your right shoulder, although you did practice in full, you can yeah, tell my us. My right shoulder was sore from carrying this podcast. Oh, oh, um, oh, my goodness. You can tell us how DJ looked. Did he look good to you? He looked awesome to okay. me. Absolutely all the way in on DJ. But, Mike, tell us why the matchup is favorable against the Houston Texans. Yeah, and this Personally. game's in London, by the way. London? So you, had, you have to hit the road right after this, right? You know, <laughs> uh, I'm flying, yes. I've got out after this private private uh, private charter. jet got it yeah uh, look uh, we like to match up here <clears throat> gary gary and conley and jonathan joseph in houston on the perimeter right now uh obviously conley wasn't there but he has struggled in oakland this season but if we go back to the week two meeting dj chark seven catches 55 yards and a touchdown uh chris conley at four for 73 both of the perimeter receivers had a good game in that one uh chark has been tremendous this season Wide receiver five. I mean, he's been really good. And and then you add in this good matchup. Conley, by the way, wide receiver 40. So he's already a borderline starter. And we're going to bump him up here. Houston defense, most fantasy points to wide receivers this season. The second most to perimeter receivers. They're fourth or worse in receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns allowed to wide receivers this season. And they're going to see a lot of Conley and Joseph. And Conley, he got traded away from Oakland who needs cornerbacks because he right. was struggling so badly. So great matchup. All right. So Mike just gave you all these fancy stats. All right. First of all, always trust a man with a hammer in his hand. Second of all, when I say start DJ Chark and Chris Conley, that means you start DJ Chark and Chris Conley. Words of the wise right there from me, your quarterback. Everybody's favorite fantasy quarterback, Mr. Gardner Minshew. Before we talk about Chris Godwin, who faces off against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday, time now for IBM Watson Inside of the Week, brought to you by Thirstiest of Kyles, Mr. Pro Bowler himself. Kyle, what say you on Chris Godwin? Oh, he's the man. He went to Penn State, so there's that. But he has boomed four times in seven games this year. IBM Watson gives him a 25% chance to get there again this weekend, which would mean over 21 points. You guys think we get a fifth boom game for Mr. Chris Godwin? Uh, I have this new rule that I follow in fantasy football. Always start Gardner Minshew and always bet on the boom (laughs) for Chris Godwin. He has been remarkable this season. I believe wide receiver three, right, so far this year in terms of points per game? Yes, he is. Did I pull that out of my hat? No, I pulled <laughs> it out of my mustache. That's how good I am at this. I pulled it right out of my mustache. Wide receiver three this season on a per-game basis is is uh, Mr. Chris Goblin and Mike. The matchup, what say you? Yeah, he, and he has been a bit boom-bust this season. He has the four top six weeks, but also finishes of 31, 64-41. So we've kind of seen the bust. However, in a good matchup, we expect the boom here, right, against Seattle. Uh, Jamar Taylor is the primary slot for the Seahawks. I think they're missing Justin Coleman a little bit, who's been... Crushing it for uh, Lions. your Lions over there, Daniel. Uh, crushing it this year. But a ta- right. yeah, Taylor heavily targeted on 30% of his coverage snaps this season. Seattle allowing the 12th most fantasy points of players aligned in the slot over the past month. And think about the slot receivers they've played. Cooper Cup, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyler Boy, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Russell Gage last week with Matt Schaub, a quarterback, all reached double-digit fantasy points if they could do it. Chris Godwin can have a big day, so like him a lot here. As everybody says, Chris Godwin is no DJ Chark or Chris Conley, but still a player that should be a must-start for you this week. We're going to talk about players that have less advantageous cornerback matches, but before we can get into Hollywood Brown with Mike, Daniel, Hollywood Brown, he has been banged up for quite some time now. He has. He's missed, uh, literally it's been almost a month. Like this weekend will be four weeks since he last played in the game. He was out week six and seven because of the ankle issue. Obviously, they had the bye week. Probably smart to let their uh, young rookie who came off major surgery in the offseason get 
really fully healthy before they bring him back. Limited in practice on Wednesday, but the expectation has been that he would return after the bye week. So I do think that that happens this weekend. Well, all right. So we think we're going to see Hollywood back, Hollywood Brown back on the field. But when you play the Patriots, Mike, it always comes down to this. Play him or sit him. We talked about benching Odell Beckham Jr. last week, and frankly, if you played him, you were disappointed. I mean, he didn't crush your week, but if Odell Beckham Jr. is a cause for concern against the Patriots, I would imagine almost anybody is. I would say so. In fact, I think I have a nickname for the Patriots defense. Uh, the, the Boogeyman? No, the Dementors, right? Because they fly over the, over the place. They're scary. They come down and suck the soul out of your body, and it hurts. Ooh. Right? I, I don't. I, I always agree with Prison uh, Mike. I never right. debate Prison Mike. I think that should be their nickname. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that one. Yeah, the Dementors are something that you probably didn't account for, Prison Mike. This is true. Yeah, yeah. They're they're it's real. They're that's real. Not, they're real. That's not that's real prison thing. That's not from Harry Potter. Anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be you got to be worried about that. But anyway, uh, the top Dementor, of course, is Stephon Gilmore, who's been terrific this season. I expect him to shadow Marquise Brown in this game, <clears throat> and. Look, Brown's missed two games. You're already probably a little hesitant starting him. Uh, he had some good games early on. He's kind of trended the wrong direction. Uh, but, you know, Patriots defense, second fewest fantasy points allowed to wide receivers this season. The fewest to the perimeter. Uh, we are, we've already seen Gilmore shadow Juju Smith-Schuster, Robbie Anderson twice, John Brown, Terry McLaurin, Odell Beckham Jr. A lot of those guys are speed guys, perim- or, you know, perimeter guys that work downfield. So I fully expect Gilmore to be on Brown in this game. I'm going to bench him. I mean, fewer than 50 yards in three straight games coming in anyway. And this matchup, I don't want him in my line. It'll be really interesting to see if they turn to Jonathan Jones to cover him, only because the only player I can think of that kind of reminds me of Hollywood Brown in terms of speed is Tyree Kill. And the Patriots in the past have actually used Jonathan Jones. But Stephon Gilmore this year has been better than ever. And maybe they just say, mm-hmm. like, if they don't shadow Marquise Brown, who are you shadowing on that Baltimore offense? Right, and they like they do like to throw to Willie Sneed, so you can leave Jones inside on him too. I think that's a perfect. He just got an extension too, obviously a part of that offense. So would not surprise me if they leave him inside. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Mark Andrews too, because they have uh, a lot of ways they can match up. Uh, four corners deep, you know, yeah. obviously. So it's, it's gonna be interesting. Maybe for sure. but nonetheless, I don't want to start Brown. No matter yeah, who's I was gonna on say, him. no matter how they end up deploying it, <laughs> exactly. you're still avoiding Marquise Brown and. This makes me sad, Daniel. It really does, because I like Corey Davis a lot. And sometimes people get big mad online about a few things. Sometimes they tell me that my legs are hairy when I post a picture of myself. I just have dark hair on my legs, guys. Not that hairy. Second of all, it's very masculine to be hairy. My wife, Chapin, told me that my I'm, I'm a very okay. handsome man. <laughs> Seriously, people, get, people are mad. People Dollar are like, Shave Club could take care of that for you. Feel like call, tips. Daniel. I uh, believe it's FFF. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. For $5 trial bucks. Uh, in any event, people get mad about stuff. Like when you tell them that Corey Davis is good and that he doesn't have great fantasy games, and instead yeah. he has bad fantasy games. And it makes Underachiever. Sad. He was underachiever of the week, as yeah. I recall. And now he's got a difficult matchup prison, Mike. Would you play him or would you lock him up? <laughs> I will lock I will lock him up. He's going to be getting served you, gruel, gruel sandwiches. He's getting gruel sandwiches <laughs> and gruel, gruel omelets. Gruel. That's all he gets. Some, he might have to eat his own hair to get fantasy Ew. points this week. Uh, so look, and, and that's because he's getting the James Bradbury shadow, I think, in this one as the clear number one wide receiver for uh, Corey Davis. Bradbury having maybe his best season so far. He shadowed Mike Evans twice, DeAndre Hopkins. Carolina is actually allowing the seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers, but receivers aligned across from Bradbury, averaging a week 0.27 fantasy points per route. Yes, I know you have no context out there, but that is a very low number. Bradbury has been terrific. Now, Davis does go to the slot 30% of the time. 
Bradbury is one of those perimeter corners only. He won't go inside, so he'll get some uh, run against Ross Cockrell. He's a, he's okay, but the Panthers allowing the second most fantasy points to the slot over the past month. Cockrell was working outside. He's moved back in. It's not uh, somewhere where he's, I think he's better on the perimeter anyway. So uh, overall, I'm downgrading Davis in this one. I would have a hard time putting him in my lineup except for maybe in 16-team leagues. I was just going to say, like, I'm pretty good with my intuition, and if I can read between the lines of what Prism Mike just told me, yeah, bench him. Yeah, Yeah, don't play Corey Davis this week, what you're trying to tell me. I would say. Um, say It's really important in life to make sure that you are this guy. Be this guy. Be Gardner Minshew. Be the Gardner Minshew of your house, of your family, of your friend group, of your office place. Be the Gardner Minshew that everybody needs to see. But before we preview our Thursday night football game between the undefeated, yet-to-be-tested, dominating, overwhelming, huge fan, or I guess not Daniel's a fan of them. Yeah. Well, yet to Daniel, be, yeah. vicariously. Vicariously. Yes. Daniel that, that loves Daniel Stefania. Might. He thinks okay. she's fantastic. I support, right. I support so, the 49ers because I love Stefania, okay. so that's where it's from. Got it. Yeah. So you support uh, Stefania, Starfania Bell, the undefeated 49ers. We'll talk about that first. We'll talk about that in a moment. But first... Don't be this guy. Game preview. Game preview. Game preview. Game preview. Thank you for that, Matt Patricia. We move along to our game preview, and it features Star Fanya, who is not with us here on the podcast today, and her 49ers traveling all the way down to Scottsdale, Arizona, or wherever the stadium actually is. I believe it's Scottsdale. <laughs> well, the stadium is. I haven't played there. I haven't thrown seven touchdowns there yet. It's out of ways. Okay. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's in, it's in Arizona. It's in Arizona. It's in Arizona to play the it's Cardinals. It's an NFC West matchup. NFC Look. West showdown. And this game, uh, the 49ers are a 10-point favorite. Semi-low over-under, though. Just 43 points. When you have a 10-point spread, that's a pretty low over-under in total. We talked about him yesterday on the podcast. Is there any running back, not named Christian McCaffrey, that is hotter than Tevin Coleman right now, Mike Clay? He is. He was at least the the bell of the ball in week <laughs> in week eight, wasn't he? The the bell of the ball. Oh Just go God. with the Daniel. So, okay, so so good. Good. I, love I love it. I love it. Jim gets it. I know. I know. We get it. I'm suffering. The delivery was really good. But yeah, was really it? Really good. Thank you, Chris okay. and Mike. If you, guys, if you guys were caught up on your office, you might Oh, have. we're caught up. Anyway, uh, Tevin Coleman, fantasy football's number six scoring running back since <laughs> returning from injury four weeks ago. 16.25 carries per game, but only eight targets. That bothers me just a little bit. You worry about uh, if he has a, a rough day rushing the ball. Wrong all right, game, all right. I guess. All right, Lions fan. Prison Mike. You don't, you're a Lions fan today. You can't jump in on these. Oh, sure. Well, sure you can. She can do it. She's Daniel. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's a good point. I she produce the can. show. You I can, can mute your mic anytime, this, this is by true. the way. Anyway, more mute positive mic, stuff. <laughs> can I say more positive stuff about Tevin? Is that Go right? ahead. Go ahead. We'll six allow touch, it. Six touchdowns this season. Average weekly finish of 15.7 since he returned from injury. That's uh, good. And the Cardinals defense, not too bad of a match. A mid-pack against running backs. They've actually only faced two carries inside the five, which is fewest in the NFL. So they've only allowed... Seven touchdowns to running backs. Is that something to think about? But again, I, I have Coleman RB11. That's because Coleman right? will run it in from the 22-yard line. Correct. The Great point so. there by Daniel. Hard to sustain that. But. He's been red hot. He's playing terrific. They yes. they scheme things brilliantly in the running mm-hmm. game. They're doing so without their two starting offensive tackles. No Kyle Juszczyk. They're an absolute freight yeah. train right and now in the running game. Probably not yeah, he's doubtful bad. for this game is how he's listed on the injury report. They are just remarkable right now. Tevin Coleman has established himself as the guy. We talked about that last week, but Matt Breida in some leagues could be started just based off the fact that they're so good running the football. He's inside our top 30, all of us. However, Stefania, that's presuming he plays and he's one of a couple running backs that are banged up right now for this 
49ers offense. Yeah, Matt Breida, this is his fourth injury of the season. He's a guy who gets banged up a lot. We saw that last year, and uh, he was one of the ones who, you know, he got banged up, disappeared for a part last season, was able to come back. He runs hard. He plays hard, but he takes the consequences of that. So uh, he is questionable coming into tonight's game. Uh, He and Raheem Mostert both – both limited on Wednesday, but the expectation from Kyle Shanahan was that he thought they could be good enough to play. So going down to Arizona, he's like, I wouldn't put it past them to to be available. Um, I think he feels like both will play. Um, so I, I would watch warm-ups. I'm a little more nervous about Matt Breida. That's Here's, the one that worries well, me. Well, the good news is that if, you know, if you're an attentive fantasy football player, you just make the switch tonight at about 6.50 right. East mm-hmm. Coast time because... Uh, this is the first game of the week. So let's imagine a scenario where he does play Mike. Flex consideration, right? I mean, just based off of the usage, based off the fact that the red zone work is way down, based off the fact that even if he plays, if anybody else, I mean, heck, they could roll me out there at running back as their third stringer, and I might get a few carries and be pretty effective. Yeah, it's it's a tricky situation because I don't think we've t- uh, touched on enough how much he struggled as of late, right? Exactly 35 or 36 rushing yards each of his past three games, only his two catches for 16 yards during those games, 10 or fewer fantasy points in four of the five games that Tevin Coleman has played. So he had that one huge one with Coleman. Otherwise, he ha- he hasn't been very good at all. But on the plus side, if you look at the five games Coleman has played with him, he's only 13 carries and one target behind Coleman. Wow. Right. So he's actually hanging in there, which tells me that, you know, if Coleman maybe doesn't find the end zone as often this week, maybe Brady picks those up or maybe he's the one that has the big runs. We've, we've seen that from him before. So, you know, you don't like the recent production. But perhaps he's he's going to bounce back in a big way because the the volume has been probably better than we we think. Patrick Peterson, oh, you have something, Daniel. I will say one thing: if you're desperate, and if you know Brita looks like he's not going to go, and you just want to take a flyer because you got guys on by or other guys who are injured, Jeff Wilson could end up filling in at running back as a backup to um, Tevin Coleman because Jeff Wilson, who people thought was banged up because they said he had a stinger coming out of last week's game, not on the injury report at all. And there's been some chatter that he might have a bigger role in this game, especially if Breida, if they limit Mostert to special teams, Breida does not become active. Jeff Wilson could get you a few points. Okay. So if Breida sits and maybe in a deeper league, you yeah, consider... Yeah, and like as I yeah, said, Wilson. if you're desperate, yep. it's a desperation play, but... Still possibility in an offense that is scoring points sure. on the ground. Good things happen to those yeah. who play 49ers running backs. Uh, Mike Patrick Peterson returned, what, two games ago? He's a very effective player. We think the Cardinals might deploy him to shadow Emmanuel Sanders, and if so, does that mean bench Manny? Uh, I, I have a uh, wide receiver 29, so okay. borderline starter, but I do expect the Patrick Peterson shadow in this one. He shadowed last week. Samuel or, uh, Sanders is running on the perimeter in this offense right now, so I think he'll be on him. Uh, but it was good to see him play 83% of the snaps last week. Uh, again, we talked about this yesterday. Only targeted five times in the game, but had a target share just under 23%. That's enough, even in a run-heavy offense, to give you wide receiver three uh, numbers. They're going to run the ball, and they should be able to run the ball in this game. Again, that's going to be a little bit concerning with the upside here. But Cardinals defense, 13 most fantasy points to receivers this season. They've allowed the six most catches to wide receivers and 12 yards per catch. That is uh, actually that's six lowest, believe it or not, but they're allowing a 70 percent catch rate. So if they can kind of find a way to deploy him in the short and intermediate area, that's the way you can pick apart this defense. Again, downgrading a little for the matchup, but I think Sanders a borderline starter. Well, if Prison Mike tells you you're starting a guy, you're starting a guy. That's just how it works, people. Fantasy football in a nutshell. Before we preview the Arizona Cardinals and what they have to offer tonight, a word from Daniel Dopp. 
about underwear. Yeah, I feel it's kind of weird because I feel like Stefania should be doing the me undies read, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot, especially since very magnanimous, you know, you, Daniel. I have something to confess. I, I intercepted one of Stefania's me undies packages here at work. Wow, yeah. mm-hmm. that's it's spicy. that's factually correct. That's factually correct, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> how did it awkward fit? at okay all? Or no? yeah. <laughs> it was no big deal. What? <laughs> how do they fit? It just they fit in all the right places. Yeah. Well, and the and on the thing I've ever heard. Well, yeah. On that note, um, you got Matt it, kid. Patricia, Listen, coach set you up. Stefania Bell's underwear is just weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say so. Let's go with Daniel Dopp doing the read. It's officially the holidays, and people are already shopping for gifts. But before you freak out about what to get your boyfriend, who you've only been dating for four months. Or what to get your mailman. Is that a thing? Or the fact that you have to go to the mall. Listen up. MeUndies is anything but ordinary. They have a gift for literally everyone. Yes, including your weird aunt. Aunt. I say aunt. You say aunt. aunt. I feel like that's one of those things that you're allowed to wear whatever you want. (laughs) And the best part, or say whatever you want. And the best part (laughs) is they deliver straight to your door with free shipping. That's a holiday miracle right there. Whether you're looking to match undies with your boo this cuffing season, Gardner, or just wanting to cuddle up with your favorite furry friend in a onesie, Matt Patricia, Me Undies has you covered, literally. Their fabric is three times softer than cotton and offered in sizes extra small to 4XL. Three times softer than cotton is like being three times softer than those cute little marshmallows at the top of your hot cocoa. MeUndies knows it's friggin' cold out, which is why they're coming out with even more cuddly products. This holiday season, cozy up in their new robes for men and women. Treat your feet in their soft new slippers. And of course, match the whole fam with their soft new baby bodysuit. MeUndies has a great offer for Stefania's listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair... Free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash FFF. That's MeUndies.com slash FFF. All right. Interesting day ahead for the Arizona Cardinals because the 49ers defense is just about as good as there is right now in the NFL. The 49ers have been smothering. They'll allow fewer passing yards than any other team in the NFL. And before people start to skew skewer Patriots or 49ers stats this year, I don't freaking care. We're halfway through the season. Don't tell me that their stats are a byproduct of their schedule. You can't make it halfway. Yes, maybe they'll regress a little bit. Maybe somebody throws for 300 yards against the Patriots or the 49ers. But if you don't think they're a good defense, you're a moron. And when Gardner Minshew calls you a moron, that means you're a moron. Moving along to the Arizona Cardinals and what it means against this defense tonight. Mike, Kyler Murray, tough player for me to get excited about starting because, as I just said, this defense is ridiculous. Yeah, no doubt about it. Two top fantasy weeks so far for uh, Kyler Murray this season, but outside the top 10 every other week, and now he's playing the 49ers. He's actually finished 24th or worse each of the past two weeks, has zero total touchdowns in three different games, has zero passing touchdowns in five of eight games. If there's good news, he's fifth in pass attempts and third in carries among quarterbacks, so at least that volume's been there. Unfortunately, the fantasy production has not followed, and you mentioned this Niners defense. Unbelievable. Second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, third or tougher in pass attempts, completions, passing yards, passing touchdowns allowed, only five yards per attempt and completion percentage. And by the way, they've only allowed, uh, I, you know, maybe this makes their numbers look a little better than they actually are against quarterbacks. 12 carries, 30 yards, no touchdowns rushing 
to a quarterbacks allowed, but they've only they faced seven pocket quarterbacks. They haven't faced a rushing the quarterback. Yeah. So maybe Murray can be the first guy to actually produce against him because he runs the ball a lot. Maybe they can be exposed there. I don't know. See, but I think they that, haven't had they haven't had that test. That to me is the one it's like that's the one unknown, you know, and I think Murray's dangerous that way. I think that if Murray decides to to run and challenge him, he could get one of those breakaway runs where he could score a touchdown. I think they'll figure it out. Um Nick Bosa's been on fire lately, defensive player of the week twice in the month of October. Um, but I think that uh, that's that's the one challenge that they will have. I think Murray presents something unique. You know something, though? I'm not as worried about it as I think. And and I... Let me say I'm not like... Yeah, not to super be clear, worried, I'm not obviously. like super worried. Because I'm just saying it presents something different. That Yeah, it definitely is a new challenge for them. Uh, just like in the same way Lamar Jackson's a new challenge for the Patriots on Sunday night. They have not faced a quarterback of his mobile abilities up to this point in the season. And as a thrower, too, for that matter. But... Um, I've been following a lot of some of the really great coverage of the 49ers about just how fast they are on mm-hmm. defense right now. And there was people asking, like, how fast did Nick Bosa run when he intercepted that pass this past week? And this is not about their defense, but I do think it's about their offense, but it's emblematic of how much of a premium they put on team speed over the past couple of years. They've been building this up. Uh, there is a stat via uh, the SIG Stats and Information Group mm-hmm. here at ESPN. Um, and it's per next-gen stats. They've tracked... On rushing plays, 115 ball carriers that reached, I think, I want to say it was like 17 miles per hour. Like they're fast all over the team for the San Francisco 49ers, which gives me confidence that if anybody can bottle up Kyla Murray and the rushing ability, it would be this San Francisco 49ers defense. I've got Kyla Murray and Matthew Stafford in the deep league, and I'm playing Matthew Stafford over Kyla Murray this week. Stafford gets the Oakland Raiders. 100%. But yeah, just as an example of scenarios in which you would be benching Kyla Murray. Uh, David Johnson and Chase Edmonds. We have some updates here to find that. Well, the Ch- Chase Edmonds one is easy. Yeah. Well, we already knew he was probably going to be out and potentially for multiple weeks with a hamstring injury. Uh, so Chase Edmonds, that was obvious and, and did not practice. Um, David Johnson is the one where we already had an idea that this didn't look good for him coming into this week. Now the team listed him as questionable, had him as a limited participant on Wednesday, sort of floating the idea that he could go. Adam Schefter reporting this morning that it was unlikely that he would play today, according to a source. And I think that fits what we thought. I mean, they just when David Johnson stepped on the field two weeks ago and was out after one carry, essentially, I think three snaps that it becomes a situation where you say, "Okay, we're not going to bring you back until we have a lot of confidence that you're truly better. If he doesn't play tonight, obviously, that gives him a nice long window until the next game. So it could be all the new guy. If If anybody could find this, it would probably be Kyle. I wonder the last time we saw a player miss a Sunday game and return for a Thursday game. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. There's been a couple of those. Right, right. There have been guys where it's like they're really close on Sunday and they see the matchup Thursday. But mm -hmm. but if it's a fresh injury, usually that's not the one because you know there's an extended recovery period on the back end. By the way, I'm waiting for Twitter to respond with like seven guys that recently did that. It's like, oh, someone did that. It's like some backup guard or something. Right, like right, right. Yeah, like yeah, like a ball carrier. How about that? Yeah. Uh, moving along to what this means for Kenyon Drake then, Mike, because David Johnson, Chase Edmonds, almost assuredly both of them will not be yes. playing tonight. Kenyon yes. Drake in his Arizona debut. So you've got a couple of factors here. One, really good San Francisco defense. Two, he's been there for like three days. So what yep. do you anticipate for Kenyon Drake, and what kind of value do you forecast him to have tonight in his Cardinals debut? 
Yeah, I think the quote was that he'll be evol- he'll be involved in some capacity, right? Okay. Which that that bothered me a little bit because they have Zach Center and they have Alfred Morris, and we know at the very minimum they could soak up touches, right? And Center's a little versatile at times with Detroit. He caught some passes too. So I have uh, Drake projected for ten touches and forty one yards. Sounds so like a bench not- to me. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have him RB34. I think if you're really desperate, you could plug him in. I would try to stay away because maybe he plays 12 snaps. You know, maybe three of them are targets. He carries the ball once. We don't know. He's very risky. And you mentioned the 49ers defense, second fewest fantasy points to running backs. They've actually allowed 4.4 yards per carry to running backs, which is 12th highest, but they've only allowed the one rushing touchdown. It's a long shot. He's going to find the end zone, especially in his role. Uh, And also, this is probably the most damning thing for uh, potentially putting him in your lineup. They've allowed 24 catches to running backs and 180 receiving yards. Both of them are second or better in the NFL. No touchdown receptions allowed to running backs so far. Again, about the midpoint of the season. And that's where he shines, right, is as a pass catcher. So uh, this is all, you know, I'm, I'm avoiding if I can. We've got a theme going right now. It's hard to find room for any Cardinal in your lineup. Maybe that changes a bit with the wide receivers. But, Mike, Larry Fitzgerald, we're in this very peculiar place right now. He's a legend. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's got a catch in like the second longest streak of all time. I know uh, Mark Dalton, who heads up the uh, Cards Communication Department, does a great job posting that stat every week when he catches his first pass of the game. But Larry Fitz has been held under 70 yards in six straight games. He's got 20 total receiving yards over the past two weeks. So the matchup is a big part of it. But let's say it was a more neutral matchup. Would you already be considering benching Larry Fitzgerald? I would be, yeah, I would feel more comfortable with him on, on my bench. But here's the thing. He's had this two-game uh, struggle with two, 20 yards, as you mentioned, outside the top 85 fantasy receivers. But he was top 36 each of the first six weeks. So yeah. he's still playing every down. What do you slot. attribute it to? Anything? I, bad luck? Uh, it could be bad luck, for sure. It could be coverage. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm remember, remembering who they were playing. I don't think he had terrible matchups. Over the past means, couple but, of weeks? Yeah. So, it was, I mean, so it was a bad let's matchup. see. They lost this past week to the Saints. I was just saying it's okay. The week before and they were, that, that was actually a good matchup. And I believe the week before that, do they beat? Uh, no, maybe the weeks before that was uh, the Giants, right? It, it might. Have, it might. So have the been. Giants, and then the Falcons, and then the Saints. But if this and, happens to Michael Thomas, and you know, the, Calvin no, Johnson, and no, like, it it, it, yes, it does. They, they, I mean, Michael Thomas is strong. Okay, Michael. Michael back. Thomas <laughs> is an exception. But Julian Edelman had a two-target game like at one point this season. You know, like. Even the best receivers in the league will have duds. I mean, your guy DJ Chark, he had a couple down games there. You didn't get him the ball. Hey Take him off the podcast. Get yeah, this guy yeah. off the podcast right now. <laughs> but I blame right that now. blame that on the quarterback. Hey, you should have right? thrown it to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, my point being, it could just be a fluke. I mean, he's still playing a lot in, in this slot here, playing a huge role for this team. By the way, if there's maybe some sliver of optimism playing against this team that's allowed the third fewest fantasy points to receivers, the fewest receptions, the fewest receiving yards allowed, only four touchdowns, it's that... Believe it or not, Larry Fitzgerald is number one in the percentage of his targets that are on screens. So they're fabricating or generating touches for him. And, I mean, that's a good way to rack up PPR fantasy points, right? Little short passes on screen. So um, He's number maybe, one in the percentage of targets that, that are aren't? screens? That are screens. Oh, screens. it sounded like I, I you said, said aren't. aren't. Oh, that's my, you know, that's... So that's how your prison, prison slang? I changed how yeah. I talk in prison. Yeah. So. Forgot it. Both of, of, of us heard that. Gets, yeah. gets thrown to the clink for six months and next thing can't even speak. That's it. And... How's it been? You've been surviving or what? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm ha- I'm hanging in there. Do you have I'm like a band around your ankle that says we have to return you after this show <laughs> or something? I, I have to, no, I, I got away with it. <laughs> oh, I got away with it. So, well, Was I'm this good. like uh, Shawshank stuff? Like, what, what did you do? <laughs> I, I, uh, I stole and I robbed <laughs> and, I, oh, and I, stole the commis- I stole the commissioner's son. I kidnapped the commissioner's son. 
This is dark. You know what he for, did? Held him for fab money. I'm nervous right now. Uh, <laughs> Christian money. Kirk. I love you so we much. We finally have Mike. a card though you can start. Is Christian Kirk the one, Mike, or no? I think so. I have him uh, wide receiver 25. Uh, first game back last week, 11 targets, eight catches, 79 yards. He played 86% of the snaps in that game. Uh, he's reached 11 targets in three of his five games this season. Hasn't scored a touchdown, but uh, should be in the one to two range in that department. He's actually fallen short of 40 yards twice. So he's shown a high floor despite the huge volume. Uh, but again, I'm chasing volume usually. He is 28th at wide receiver and catches despite appearing in only five games. I think he's a wide receiver three. Daniel, uh, Daniel yeah, yeah. do you think Stefania's uh, card, uh, 49ers will be generous enough to <laughs> even allow like one touchdown tonight or no? <sighs> I hope that they don't fall asleep at the wheel. You know, sometimes when you're coming off the short trap week, and, yep, trap game, and you know they play Seattle the following Monday yes, night. Yes, they do. So you know, there's I think that this Monday like night changes that, things. That, I think it actually helps because it's like, hey, we got we got already got extra time. You know, I do. Okay, I hope so. I hope they're not looking at because that Seattle game. You know, that's going to be Huge. crazy. And if one were to say go to that game, if one were you go to the game, Daniel. Um. Well, I know Stefania is. Oh, Stefania's so, going. So if Stefania's okay. going, I know the setup for her would be even more awesome if right. the 49ers enter that game with no. Seattle undefeated, but you don't want them to lose sight of the matchup. Arizona always plays them tough. I remember when Arizona was winless, they were at the bottom of the barrel, and they came out and beat San Francisco. It it can happen, and um, hopefully the people who've been around the team a long time will remind them of that, so they play tough tonight. All but, right, so, so yeah. memo to... I know Kyle's a big listener to the podcast. Hey, Kyle I think Shane. Kyler Murray could get a touch. I think if any... Like, I think he could be the one who does something sneaky and runs it in. And uh, other than that, I think uh, it's it could be a low-scoring game for that. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. So, Kyler Murray might score a touchdown, Daniel? Kyler Murray might. Okay. I don't right. feel strong enough to place okay. any board bets. All right. Oh. Just making sure. Just going to throw that. that. I, I, I thought that's where you might be going. All right. Now. Kyler, uh, you know, franchise quarterback to franchise head coach, just um, uh, Kyle Shanahan, if you could, just uh, win tonight so that Stefania can show up to your game uh, on Monday night and be just as happy as you are about being 8 no. Seems like a reasonable ask. Don't you think? I would say so. Yeah. Uh, Mike Clay, tell us about Vitamin Shop before we roll along into some questions from... The sweet one. <laughs> yeah, I started, uh, I got jacked in the clink taking my vitamins, and I got them all How from- How many push-ups is I, <laughs> no. uh, Three. I, I got them shipped in from, uh, I got them shipped in from Vitamin Shop. I got them snuck in. You saved, I made my spreadsheets. I kept your, track of them. I, I traded say, them. You saved your commissary money. I, I did. thought it was for something else, but you saved them. it for vitamins. I did. I traded them for other, other things I needed. So, uh, listen, stop sacrificing taste for performance when it comes to sports nutrition. The body- Tech brand has flavors as mighty as you or Prison Mike are, like cereal-inspired protein and more, all powered by leveled-up taste technology and only at the Vitamin Shop. Now you can save on pre-workouts, aminos, protein, and other sups backed up by the Body Tech brand's quality promise. That's what we call it in the clink, sups. That's what we call them. <laughs> we call them sups. Use code ESPN2019, that's ESPN2019, for 25% off your entire purchase at Vitamin Shop. Dot com or in store until November 30th. The Body Tech brand, no, no limits. Offer cannot be combined with any other coupons. Not cool, Keith. Not cool, Keith. Not cool, Keith. Let's rock. Hey, guys. Hey. What's up? You guys do look so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, this so is so good. fun today. 
I'm well, doing this every day perfect, for the Daniel. record. Yeah. It's like, well, there's a lot of people in here that would love it if you did. Actually, some people would like you to grow that actual mustache. Oh, yeah, it's not possible. Until about, I don't know, 2016, I might have a chance. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's why I tell, I tell you, for one months. thing, I can, I have decided facial hair. It's not for me. Well, oh, I, it, it crossed my mind to shave off the goatee just to look just like Michael Scott, but I thought that would be too much. That <laughs> when was, was just, the last time you shaved? Uh, once, uh, I usually will once a year in the off season. You'll like shave that I'm, goatee once a year in the off season? Yeah. Just, yeah. I would love to see just that. To see what's under there. Oh, yeah. I want to see Daniel without a beard. You've seen Mike Clay without his goatee? I know. I've, have I? I? Yeah, I You have. won't see. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be hard-pressed to see me without this beard. We'll that see. would be oh, shocking. Well, yeah, you would will see you, you without the beard in about, I don't know, a couple hours. <laughs> 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 well, i got a few questions here for you. Um, Brian wants to know, flex question, Hunter Henry or John Brown, PPR? Ooh, that's a good one right there. I would go with Hunter Henry, though. Yeah, same. I have him at 14 points, Brown at 12 this week. I don't so have a I'm fancy no... projection, but I am Gardner Minshew. So I'd go with Hunter Henry. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Hunter Henry, especially with the Chargers being banged up so much. I'm surprised by that. I thought I thought at least one of you would go John Brown in that matchup. No, we're smart. Okay, well, okay, good point. Uh, Mike wants to know not not prison Mike, just Mike. Can I trust Keenan Allen? How much longer does he retain the must start title? Forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I I, I get I don't it. Know. It's been yeah. frustrating, but it's the guy Keenan played Allen. last week when he had a bad hamstring. And if you watch that game, there was one time in the end zone where I felt like he didn't have his legs. You know what I mean? Like he just didn't have the springs he usually does. Drop that pass. But he still got you, I think, twelve fantasy points in PBR. Yep, like he was, was out there, three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and he, then, and then, of all things, Keenan Allen apologized to fantasy players after that game, which he, didn't game, need to at which all. he yeah. absolutely. I mean, first game. of all, I don't think players need to do that anyway. But the fact that he was like, "I'm going to get you a good one," like I have the feeling he wants to go out and ball out this weekend. Yeah, he is, his target totals the past two weeks are 10 and 11. You're going to bench that guy? Right. No. You know, no. He is, no way. No way. 10 plus fantasy points back-to-back games. We saw his ceiling early in the year. You're just asking to bench him and watch him put up 30 on you. You're bench at yeah. your own peril. Ooh, Never go against prison, prison Mike. Mike. You're just asking. You're asking for it. You're asking for it. A little sweet. What else you got? Yeah, don't don't cross Mike. Please don't cross don't Mike. Don't cross him. <laughs> uh, Golden has one final question here. PPR flex. Emmanuel Sanders or James White? Oh, it's a good one. Uh, James White is like literally the most consistent player in fantasy yeah. football. Yep. If you look at his output so far like this year, under the radar, like just kind of, it's like between nine and eleven points right. every game. Yeah, I want him. I, w- I want White yep. Sanders drawing Peterson. Yep. Oh, simple right there, all the way across the board. Consensus. Daniel has. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Matt Patricia has a question. Yeah, yes. coach has got a quick question. Prison yep. Mike, where did you've got a you got a prison <laughs> mug? Do I see that there? Where did this prison mug come from? Well, I don't. I didn't know at first. So I got this lovely mug anonymously in the mail, and it was it was uh, the return address was the Alcatraz store or something like the prison store. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, it's so awesome. Yeah, USP Alcatraz inmate cup. So I was really confused by this. And then someone took credit on Twitter. So shout out to Tad H Mackey, who does not have a picture or anything. It could be. I think it's legit. So so he actually he said. Uh, Stefania has a gift coming, as well as Matthew. Oh. Sorry, oh. Field. Oh. Sorry, wow. If, maybe uh, if uh, somebody doesn't intercept it. Yeah. So he said he downloads and listens. Thank you all for what you do to enhance the daily grind. Tagged everybody here. So shout out Ted and thanks yeah. for the mug. Love it. I could drink my propel out of this thing. That's, that's <laughs> I that I want to see. That's actually, a weird I actually want to do, see you, you clean your cup. Like if you go to Al, if you do the tour to Alcatraz, you hear them banging the cup. Like the, oh, you do yeah. the audio tour is the best. I'm telling you. I want to do that. I'm. You're welcome. 
best tourist thing you'll do in San Francisco is do that tour of Alcatraz. Agreed. Except for maybe the Redwood <laughs> But then maybe... Well, you're there. Yeah, you, you go, go, go check out Mike. Mike. Go check out Mike's cell in your Alcatraz. <laughs> when he was in, back when he was in solitary. Yeah. yeah. I spent time there. Spent a what's <laughs> did that, hard time? I, yeah, I did uh, did some hard time. A little bit Alcatraz. of hard time in the slam. I tried to escape. I swam halfway across, and then I went back because I like it. I liked it there. I went back. <laughs> oh, Mike Clay. I'm sorry. Prison Mike, you are something else. On Friday's podcast, we're going to get you ready for everything that goes into week nine. The questions you need to know, plus... Any takeaways from week eight? I can't I take you seriously. I this, this, sure you it's can't, the shades, yeah, actually. Well, really well done. That in the, that in the jorts. If you want to take yourself seriously, you want to take me seriously? Start Gardner Minshew. Give me a favor, stand up. Yeah, stand up. Let me see the jorts. Can yeah, we get a George. shot of the jorts from like that uh, yeah. that two shot over there? Put, put a leg up. Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous about this. This is a... I know. What could possibly go wrong? This is a great idea. I know. Work comp. You look so good. Do not fall. Yeah. I don't want to have to put you on the injury report or Short take care of you. Yeah. No, that's good. You can come down now. Okay, jump. That was. This has been a really good show. Right. If you haven't gotten enough of this, you can maybe check that's out Mike Clay and I's DFS podcast. Uh, for those podcast. of you that are watching right now on the video podcast, you can see what our costumes look like in just a minute. Is that right, Daniel? That is accurate. But we're going to say goodbye for now, Field Jates. We're going to say goodbye for Stefania Bell and Field Jates and Mike Clay. We're just going to we're going to dip out. We're going to go to some uh, trick or treating. How does that sound? Trick or treating. Five new Reese's, best candy ever. Peace out. Full size. You're in the 06010. Never gonna hustle in case you didn't know. Matthew Berry TMR. You, 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 you guys go ahead. Give me grief for being on Sports Center for 45 seconds. I think you could do better than me because I don't think you could. Jail bait. You're, 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 you're terrible at hashtag improv. At, 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 at field gates. At field gates. Stefania your bell. Oh, don't let Barry convert you. Secret squirrel Daniel Dunn. Make, 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 make it happen. Mediocre fantasy advice. You're older than people realize. That never stops. Loyal 06010. Today's horoscope brought to you by GEICO. Gemini, you may find yourself struggling with alertness today. That's because you stayed up last night celebrating the hundreds of dollars a year you could save by switching to GEICO. Your struggle will continue well into the afternoon during Philip's status meeting, in which you'll say, No, Philip, I wasn't snoring. I have severe seasonal allergies. Your presentation was riveting. Well played, Gemini. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.